Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, can we just, I don't know, have we ever appreciated that sounder? Yeah. I mean, we I can just, do it again. I want to appreciate it. It's Hold a on. pretty solid Welcome sounder. to the point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. It's good. It yeah, was good. kind of one of the first things I felt like when we had that, that I was like, all right, we're, this is more than just three people just screwing around. We're the real talking people. to each other and recording it. You guys, we're legit. We need more sounders. Speaking have, of being legit, I wasn't here last week, and I'm making a ruling: we're not eating during the pod. Okay, because you all sounded like you were at Old Country Buffet, chewing okay. on macaroni and First cheese. Off, fine, have you ever fine. been to Old Country Buffet? Yeah, I used to get those tickets when we got Student of the Month at uh, St. Mary's, what and you'd was, get a gift certificate to go to. Uh, Old Country Buffet. What was better, Old Country or Ponderosa? Ponderosa. Oh, Ponderosa. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Dang. I like how he said Ponderosa. Ponderosa, <laughs> baby. Now, now I'll give you one that's even better. What's better, Ponderosa or CeCe's Pizza? Oh, CeCe's oh, Pizza. Oh, my gosh. That was I, open for like five minutes, I thought. But it was so good. It was a great five minutes. Was it? I can't great. believe. Was it, though? It was, was a great, it? like, they had good pizza. Did they, though? I mean, I didn't. Just be nice about it, Kyle. Yeah, shut up. Uh, All right, speaking of shutting up, (laughs) let's think of our answers for this question of the day, courtesy of Jamie Hasselhoff. He texted me this earlier. I'm still thinking about, like, what my answer could be, Mm -hmm. but he gave me a good one. Um, What's something that you could see in today's life, and it immediately takes you back to your childhood? Mine would be whenever I see an ice cream truck. That's Jamie's. Uh, Do you guys have any answers for that? Yep. Uh, because mostly because I can't believe it. it's still a thing as Pokemon. Totally. There you go. I can't believe it's still something that happens. Yeah. So I just went on this trip with these, like a whole bunch of 7th and 8th graders to Toronto, Canada for, for like three days. And we went to this location and they were, there was like souvenirs they could buy, but they bought, one of the kids bought a pack of Pokemon cards. That's amazing. And wow. I was like, wow. no. Shadowless? Wait, I don't, see, this is how out of touch I am. <laughs> I was like, no way. Like, are those Pokemon cards? And she was like, yeah, look at them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I used to buy Pokemon cards. I was like, first There's a couple generation. middle schoolers in my school that go like, hey, Mr. Russell, look at this. And then they like pull out like a little like compass badge of like oh, I know. all the cards in the laminate. Oh, do you? Oh. Rem- yeah. So anything Pokemon generally takes me back because I remember okay. growing up. That's a like, good one. I first generation. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Is yeah. yours like Lord of the Rings or something now? Well, Eh, Lord Your of, family Lord of, is Lord of the Rings is like pers- persisted. It, okay. it doesn't take me back to a specific moment. <laughs> Just takes me back to Thursday last I mean, week. Be- <laughs> yeah. Totally like on that note, like Beanie Babies take me back to a specific moment. Oh, holy time. crap. I used to have one. Yeah. We had a whole bunch. Had, uh, Who didn't? Yeah. <sighs> I know. Beanie Babies were great. <laughs> I was expecting one of them. Me. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking the other day about, you guys remember Pogs? Yeah, I was wow. We were just no, talking wow. about no, cards. I was no. literally thinking about Pogs. No. Because... I, my slammer, you like the your slammer. slammer. Ah! Oh, yes. I don't know wow. what pogs are. You know what? I have no idea what they are. To this dude. day, I don't even think I know the premise of the game. But I you would collect them. You would collect them, and you, then you play by stacking them with your opponent. Yeah, and using you, a slammer right. to hit the pile, wow. and then somehow like the ones that go face up are yours. Yeah. So that's how you would steal from your opponent. I have no clue. 
Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I just remember that. Wow. I was literally thinking about Pog when we were talking about like the trading cards because that was one of the things I thought about. Some of the playgrounds here in town take me back to my youth. Wow. Like like the concrete uh, animals over in Cascade Park. Oh, yeah. Casey Casey loves those. I I have have two. Uh, So... One of them is just strictly TV shows. Like, I can, like, just seeing an image of, of I'm going to list a few of them, okay? Mm. Dexter's Laboratory. Okay. Oh, yeah. Doug. Doug. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah. Those wow. are three shows that just, I can picture yeah. myself being on the couch. But there's some, if you're from Jackson. Recess would be for me. It, yeah. Oh, great you guys theme remember song. Yeah. All that. Yeah, Moody's oh, Point. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can't take your order. <laughs> you believe they got two movies out of that? Oh, now, crap. this is the next, my final. It's from Jackson. If you're from Jackson, you know what this is. You ready for it? I'll give you five right. bucks if you don't smile and go, oh, totally. What is it? You know that big-ass hippo inside the Westwood Mall? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm 30 years old. Every time, by the way, how many times do I go into the mall? I don't know, once every six years. But that time, yeah. I, I'm 30. I'm telling you, if I go in there tomorrow, I want to lay on that damn hippo. Dude, totally. That that, thing. What I is can't it, brass? Believe, yeah, it's brass. Yeah. That thing is amazing. It lays down. It, there's Love like it. a pretzel shop right next to it. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. That's where, that's where it is. But the, West, the Westwood Mall is depressing. Right oh, now. it is. It is. <laughs> it is. But th- those are, that's a good question, Jamie. Way to take us down memory lane there. Let's move on to our mailbag. We're going to start with mailbag to kind of switch things up a little bit here from the questions from our listeners. And the first one comes from Matt Hefner. Yeah. I just don't understand why the Browns don't just keep going with P.J. Walker. They are 2-0 and o with him. Thoughts, everybody? Yeah, 100%. He's cheaper. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah. he definitely is cheaper for yeah, sure. Um, and actually, he's yeah. playing better. You know, what's crazy, though, is that Bears backup quarterback that was the Heisman for Division Two beat P.J. Walker as the backup in Baggert? Chicago. Baggert, was that his name? Tyson Tyson Badgent. Badgent. Is that I didn't even want to say it and be wrong. That's why I just classified him as the backup from Chicago. <laughs> it's so, crazy. We saw a lot of backups today. And the Bears they versus were, yeah, Raiders was the battle was, of the backups. It was <laughs> 30 to 6. Brian Hoyer, the oldest versus the youngest. Wow. If you're ever wondering why they have so many rules to protect the quarterback, that's, that's it right there. It's so people. People like him yeah. and Matt Castle can still play. Yeah, I have felt like Deshaun Watson. Forget everything outside of the football field. He's a he's a train wreck. He's not even like particularly great. Think of it even mm-hmm. as this, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. um, the Browns yesterday. I mean, he was taken out for concussion protocol, right? Even right. though he grabbed his shoulder when he fell, yeah, cleared concussion protocol, didn't go back in. Yeah. Right. To, to me, I think that's, Matt, them taking what you're saying and saying, we're doing it. What else can we do? We did it yesterday. We're going to do it again, maybe. Right. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson, since being traded to Cleveland in the 10 games he's played, he's got a 59.6% Woof. pass completion rate. He only has 1,939 yards, 11 TDs, and 8 interceptions. That's extremely underwhelming. That's really yeah. bad. That, that's a great word. That's below for average for in the NFL. Two hundred and thirty million fully guaranteed contract, and that you know what the funny thing is, he don't have to do shit. Exactly. He can suck, and he can ride that bench, and they still have to pay him. Yeah, the problem is actually if they went with another quarterback like PJ Walker, they'd probably end up paying more. 
Right. Because other players have incentives and yeah. then probably There's, have you're right. room they're to negotiate like, better They're contracts. stuck with a dude who clearly... It, this is... What's crazy about him is that, like, before everything came out, he was, like, the up and up. He was the guy that everyone wanted. He was like, oh, he my was, gosh, imagine if he was not on this team. Th- but think of what a year off in, in the NFL does to you. Oh, I, we were talking about Tyler... Right. Ba- Tyler Bangent is his name. I got a little... Talk about him before we move Dang, on to great. I was sitting here thinking I got a Tyson Bagent. I thought it was Bagel. Maybe it's Bagent. Um, he's a zero oh. star. He was a zero star recruit out of high school. He attended Division II Shepherd University. He set the NCAA all time leader passing touchdowns with 159. The only reason he's on the Bears is because he met with the offensive coordinator at the Senior Bowl. It was an undrafted free agent. And then beat out PJ Walker in the third week of preseason as wow. the backup. What it's a pretty tale. awesome. And what in his tale. first NFL start, he gets a W. So, as yeah. much as we and played well, not like wow. he got a W because the team played well. Like he did a great job. As so, much as we gripe about losing these opportunities to watch our favorite starting star, expensive quarterbacks, and having the backups come come in, wah wah. You you just you just gotta love those special moments when oh, yeah. somebody gets their yeah, shot. Yeah, that's fair. Capitalize on it, and you and the locker room scene after where it's like this guy, the Mike White kind of guy, rose to the occasion. Like, g- give these guys their moment. Sometimes, that's all they're gonna get. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you, just, you find like a guy like that. There was this is a crazy fun thing for you. The last three quarterbacks that wore the number eleven. Fun stat for Kyle here. <laughs> that wore the number 11 that got injured and were, re- and were replaced by their backup. So it was Sims, Bledsoe, and Wentz. Oh. All of their backups went on to win a Super Bowl that year. Holy <laughs> That's a great stat. Isn't that fun? <laughs> oh, Whoa. my God. I saw that the other day, and well, I was like, that's Wait, who was fun. the 11 who got uh, replaced? Uh, whose backup went in? The only one I don't well, so Bledsoe was Brady. No, I mean, you're are you quoting that stat because it happened oh, no, this no, weekend. No, no, it was because the stat was appearing because so many backup quarterbacks were in. Oh, okay, that's kind of a, just a fun week. stat right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And to me, I'm going to get the last word and let Kyle get mad and roll his eyes. Is Kyle's just happy we got to have a rookie quarterback get a win? Our next question comes from Emily Reedsma. Question. By the way, I love when questions start with questions. So, <laughs> listeners, can you start doing that more often? Because I feel like I'm in like a wild episode of just Dwight Schrute talking to people. Yeah, some people just send a take, and that's it. We react. That's all we need. Question. Does this loss prove that the Lions hype was too good to be true, or was it just a bad game? I actually want to go to you first on this, Kyle, before okay. we let Ian stew. I want to call out Ian Oh God. here because Why? you... Should have known better. I'd known better. I picked Baltimore to win this. He game. pulled a U, Kyle. No. That's why I'm I frustrated pulled... because he pulled a U. <laughs> no, I and pulled. For those of you that don't know what a Kyle <laughs> no, I, is. Yes, because you say it all the time. You say it all the time. Yeah, and it needs to be said because we're always gaining new listeners. Kyle consistently, like, well, at least when the Packers were good, he hypes a team up, talks about how great they are, picks against them, and then if he was wrong, He's like, oh, see, I told you guys, like, they were really good. And then if he wins, it's like, I got the points. 
right. Kyle, I'm going to win this pick'em. What did you call me out I'm for? I'm calling what did you I out do? because you should have known better, and you should have helped me slash us hit the brakes here. <laughs> uh, you should have warned me. Hey, help I us. Was, I was like, I didn't, dude, this dumb, <laughs> this, this dumb <laughs> soliloquy last week about how great the Lions are and they're the best team yeah. in football, and you just sat there like, yeah. No, you know better. You should have just said. I, you should have slapped me I, and said, "Stop it!" Stop I was uh, I was telling multiple people up to this game that I was very nervous for this game. <laughs> I was like, "This is such a scary game to me." Yeah, because it's I knew classic Kyle. Because this is it. It happened. I mean, granted, it was significantly worse than what I thought it was going to be. But it was. <laughs> no one saw it coming like yeah, this. It was bad. I don't know if it means. It was too good to be true because the hype, I think... I mean, you have to remember where the hype was. It's not like anyone was thinking the Lions are going to go out and win a Super Bowl here. You just were like, you know, they need to go win the North. And they're still technically on track to do that. I think they still will. And I still think there's a good, decent shot that they can still win a playoff game. They just got had. I mean, this was a team that's kind of, frankly... I've watched a lot of Lions-Ravens games. Ravens have always had their number. It's always like Justin mm. Tucker set a freaking field goal record mm. on them, and right. so by hitting the upright and it falling you don't, in, yeah. <laughs> not it. I don't know. This is just kind of one of those. You know, maybe we've seen this happen with the Patriots. We've seen it happen with the Chiefs, where they have a game that they get absolutely ass handed to them, and then they, you know, they go on a tear. They go on an absolute tear, and they go into the playoffs feeling hot, and they go in a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's what the Lions are going to do, right? But it's. It's hard to say whether or not this was just an any given Sunday moment or <sighs> any given Sunday. Uh, is this like actually a precautionary tale? It like, is indeed eh. hard to say. A lot of people are referencing last what happened last season when the right. Lions had essentially like the number two scoring offense in the league. The record didn't really reflect their success because yeah. their defense was atrocious. But they did. Then they went in and laid a goose egg at the Patriots yeah. and got one of the few shutouts of the season. And uh, this is like kind of like that. This is this is your reality check. Yeah. Uh, for that offense can be stopped by a good D. And they had somehow the number one run defense going into this game. How is that possible? They the were Lions? very good against the run. Yeah, man. Like not, very not good yesterday. But well, yeah, but that, that's... they were ter- like they lost the line on both sides of that ball. They could not get yeah. any. Ian pressure. talked about how these wide receivers were open downfield, but. I really think that a lot of that had to do with getting zero pressure on the so quarterback. And I, and I know yeah. mobile quarterbacks are hard for the Lions in the past, and they've had a trend with that. But I also think, like, we touted this defensive line. Maybe there are a couple players away on the defensive line. from. Maybe they need a Chase Young or a, they, or, or a Sweat from uh, the Commanders who potentially are on the trading block. No, he's on they the didn't now. have Sweat's on the Eagles. Sweat got traded to the Eagles today? He's, no, no, he's, he's been, on, been the on the Eagles. Yeah. There's somebody else that's on... I'm, then I'm speaking of a wrong name, but there's someone else who's on the Commanders who is up Young? that wants to... Maybe it's Chase Young. It's besides him, yes. One okay. other player. I'll, I'll look it up. I honestly think that question is insulting to the Ravens, uh, that the the Lions' pass rush is lacking. And, and that may be true. There could be room to build upon that. But the Ravens were astounding. And Lamar, in particular, was just incredible. Like, he when the when they play like that, they can beat any team. He had an MVP game at halftime. Absolutely. It was like, it was incredible to watch. It was one of the best performance. It was probably the best single individual what, performance I've watched this season. Yeah. And what, what I will say in regards to like Lamar is 
He ran it a couple times, but it was not the primary way he beat them. And Mm -hmm. that was what, like, I've been waiting to see a game like that from him Mm -hmm. where he didn't beat you with his legs. He built you with his arm, which is what they have been trying to move him to, Mm -hmm. which is great because that's how he's going to stay in the league longer. Because if he keeps wanting to be that run guy, I mean, he's going to end up like Cam Newton. He's going to be out. Because I can't get enough of watching him right. play. And like so he that. plays he's, really great. It's incredible. I mean, and he made look like Aiden Hutchinson look like nothing, like a child running at him. Like he's unfazed. Lamar is sitting there in the pocket with pass rushers like around his ankles, and he's not even acknowledging them. Like they're not even there. Well, he had more than just on their ankles. He had a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a lot of time. I'm not gonna he say bought that a lot that, of time. I mean, he but was there was mobile. a play where they were like trying to pull him down, and he's just completely unfazed, yeah. not even looking he did, down at them. He did have a couple plays where he was pretty elusive in the pocket, but by and large, he just had a giant bubble around him. And and I think it's one of those weird things to look at, like the Ravens and their schedule, because like, I really do feel like they lost to Pittsburgh because their wide receivers just refused to catch a ball that day. And they kind of had one of those fluky losses in overtime to the Colts. I, I was talking about Montez right. Sweat. He is a defensive end right now for... Uh, the Washington Commanders. It's him and Chase Young who are on the sides who are both apparently out for trades. And I've seen a lot of Lions Twitter um, praying and hoping that they can pull somebody off like that because I don't know if you guys saw the all-pro safety for the Tennessee Titans just got traded to the Eagles. Oh, wow. So definitely some teams out there that are like, F them picks. I'm about to go get me a player that's an all-pro right now and get him on my team and make a difference right now. So... Um, next question comes from Braxton. What's Braxton's last name? I don't remember. I don't but he's in our fantasy league. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Braxton says, Lions and Cowboys have the same record now. Who's better, and who do you think will win their matchup la- late, in, late the in the season? Lions are better. You genuinely think the Lions I are actually better. What time is the game? <laughs> I don't know. It's that could be a game. That, well, time doesn't matter. That's going to potentially get a, like a flexed game anyways. I'm more saying if they're prime time, definitely Lions. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You guys make the joke that the cows fold and yeah. pressured yeah, the, games a, on line, TV. We don't know what the Lions are because they're never in prime time. Cowboys have a history. They're 1-0 currently in prime time. 1-0 in prime time. Wow. Like, we don't Undefeated, know the Lions. never lost. Up to this point, the Lions have been more consistent. Take the Ravens game out of it. It was pretty bad. They have been more consistent even in that <laughs> Seattle game. The Cowboys in their games have not been consistent. They've been yeah, really they've been up, up and down. They've been really up and down. I like the Lions from a coaching and schematic perspective much better. I like the Cowboys from a roster perspective. And if the Cowboys are a healthy team and they bring a, a decent version of themselves, I'm not sure the, the Lions can hold. We're going to see. Yeah. Something to keep an eye on, guys. Yeah, the, the Cowboys just haven't been impressive offensively. They had one. The action, and you want to know what? That big blowout against in the beginning of the year, I mean, even offensively, that wasn't that impressive. Yeah. That was all defense. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you. Our next question, or take, more or less, comes from Justin Matson. First of all, uh, before I get to this, Justin Matson texted me, already nervous for the first <laughs> drive to be a fumble this this uh, evening for the San Francisco 49ers playing the Vikings, his Vikings. And what happened the first drive? <laughs> yep. Was it a pick? Was it, it was a fumble. It was a fumble. It was, yeah, was <laughs> counted as a fumble? Yeah. Because the receiver basically caught it, and then the cornerback took it out of his hands. 
I'm pretty sure they classified it as a fumble, but I could yeah. be wrong. It's just kind of comical. It's a turnover either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His take is Russell Wilson has started 24 games for the Denver Broncos. He is 7 and 17. Drew Locke started 21 games. He was 8 and 13. Russ is so washed. He needs to be in some Tide commercials. Bring back those Sunday football day and laundry commercials that Peyton used to be in when he was in Denver. Russ is washed, dried, folded, and put away. Okay. Period. Fun take. I will say this. I was reading, the. I think it was The Athletic, it had a huge article about kind of what was wrong with the Broncos. Is it Peyton? Is it Russ? Is it both of them? Is it everything? And they, they talked about how in early in Russ's career, where they had their big Super Bowl runs, multiple back-to-backs there, they didn't win back-to-back, but they went to the Super Bowl back-to-back, right? Correct. They were led by an amazing defense, but they were a run-first offense. They yeah. were very play-action, and they really relied on the run game. And Russ like, was able to, to kind of work with that. He was much better when they were run-first. When they transitioned to being more pass-heavy is when the narrative around Russ started changing, and then Pete Carroll trying to move it back to the run game, and he got a little better. And now the Broncos have this issue where it's now a Russ pass-first-oriented offense, and we're seeing the same problems that he had in Seattle. And so now I'm starting to think maybe Russ... Maybe he was never very good. Maybe we just had an overinflated opinion of him because he was on some pretty good teams. Let's ride, baby. I like that take. I don't mind it, and I like see- honestly, I don't mind seeing him struggle. Like it's kind of a nice little bit of humble pie that, and I don't mind seeing Sean Payton struggle either. Yeah. That that kind of is kind of double trouble right there for me getting to see that. So. I think it's a bit uh, overblown. I'll come to his defense uh, just a little bit. While your take has some credence, uh, the true identity of the successful Seahawks era was the Legion of Boom, was a strong run game, but he still was a a very good quarterback at the time. And right now, while they're not putting up really impressive numbers, he's performing better than he did last season. This is true. He is uh, at kind low of low bar. He is yeah. average to above average in all of his stats, according to uh, as far as all starters go. Um, so he's like number nine in passer rating. He's fifteen in passing yards and sixteen in completion percentage and so on. Like really middle to a little bit above middle uh, in terms of his performance. It's not that bad. And I think a lot of the rest of the roster is letting him down. And he's looking just like a very naturally regressing quarterback for his age. Yeah, I don't think it has been a precipitous decline. Maybe last year looked particularly bad. But I think given the trend we've seen from him in recent years, where he's at right now makes a lot of sense and isn't a disaster. We've seen a lot worse from other quarterbacks. He's got, um, was it Jerry Judy over there? And Cortland Sutton is... He's established a good connection with him, and they're really yeah. He's been playing well. Yeah, Judy though is an interesting one because he's been kind of hitting the the media in a little bit of a yeah, they, negative way. There wasn't a better clip than what Steve Smith killed a person oh literally on national television talking about Jerry Judy. And then Judy just kind of emphasized that during the game, like literally just. And then some of his remarks post game, I think in that same game or it was a little bit later, where he basically blamed everybody but himself. 
And it was just kind of this weird thing where I'm like, I thought Judy was like an up-and-coming name in the receiver world because he was pretty good. Yeah, there was some hope. But he's disappointed. And he now I think he's like he hurting his own case for any chance of getting like a good contract or trade value. Yeah, yeah I, I agree as well. You know what the, the Broncos need? They just need another guy. They need they need Chase Claypool. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, yeah, what's the what's the thing that you do at this stage when you're a team like you you trade for Robert Woods like everybody no, does? Or, you don't the, trade if the Broncos for Woods, are if the Broncos are smart, they're not trading for anybody. Yeah. Because Well, they just, don't have draft pick for like a dozen years. Right. And and part of it is just because it's like, well, you ain't getting there this year. Like just face it. It's not happening. Like just trying to come out they, healthy, kind I think of thing. Maybe they thought, maybe they thought bringing in Sean Payton would be like, oh, we were just we were poorly coached. Should we get a new coach? We got the new quarterback. Because that does be happen. Right. And it that does. does happen in the NFL. Where like the gap between one coach to the next is huge. Yeah. Like it even does. just hearing how Mike McDaniel's is spoken about amongst other coaches, who's the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Like people talk about him like a mad scientist. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just, that honestly, like they're in a position where they do need to improve the rest of the roster. Right, maybe some and I think staff. maybe this is kind of what we're seeing is like actually you're not as close as you thought you were. They're not, but they're also not as screwed as we've often been. Uh, but I don't think them. they have the pieces to go get people they're, though. They're they've, they're in a position where they have a very expensive quarterback who's not an elevator who's basically competent. Right. Uh, at the, he's not going out there and losing them games. There are quarterbacks out here who are like destroying things for. Them. They've got we're got like uh. Would you rather Wilson, have Daniel Zach Wilson out there who's like losing, trying to lose the game for his team? Would Would you rather have Russ or Daniel Jones? That's a that's kind of a tough one, actually. I don't know. Daniel Jones is a lot younger. Two years ago, it could have been the same of Would you rather have Russ or Jared Goff? I know. I know. It's crazy Jared, to think with two years. It. Jared Goff has like saved his reputation. He's he really totally, has. He has totally redeemed yourself. He is now yeah. Ken. He's yeah. he's playing to the point <laughs> he's where he's going to earn himself another big contract. He, his name, Which was his not name something. was a pejorative term uh, it, a couple years ago, and he has yeah. saved his, what's, his reputation. What's crazy about that entire situation is, is when they actually got that trade done and they brought Goff over, it was not. You there's interviews with Campbell and, and Brad Holmes where they talk about Goff was not an extra piece just to replace what we were losing. We wanted him. They wanted to cool. bring him over. It is. It is. No, none of us believe. And it, it. was almost like they, they I knew. Agreed. We all laughed. They knew exactly what they like. They saw something in him. They wanted him, and I'm. It's impressive what they've done with him. <sighs> Give him his credit. Yeah. Our next question comes from Eric Giannunzio in honor of becoming a grandpa over the weekend. Congratulations. Hello. There you go. That's for you, G. Baby. Who, which NFL coach would be the best grandpa? I'm, I'm going to throw mine out. <laughs> really? You think he'd be a good grandpa? Bill reminds me of... Well, hey, I get over say, here, you little whippersnapper. <laughs> he doesn't remind me completely of my grandpa. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what your grandpa was like, but my hell, grandpa, yeah. my grandpa was a very intimidating man, and he was a very like he was a I World War where II. Tim got it from. Yeah, <laughs> he was a World War II vet. I mean, he was just a very tough guy. He was a carpenter. He had once he was downstairs in the basement and he was doing some carpentry, and he had this big table saw, and you can just hear the saw going, and then it stops, and he comes upstairs. He's got a rag wrapped around his arm. And he just very calmly says, I need to go to the hospital. I cut my arm open. <laughs> and so he just, they just. He and just you think Bill the Belichick hospital. would do the same thing? 
I just Bill is a very like I don't know. He just, I think yeah, Bill Belichick, do. by the way, outside of football, he's a different person. Like in football, ornery, grumpy old man. Yeah. Outside, he's like going to costume parties with his wife. I bet he's probably like a hell of a pickleball player. He's a good time. I bet he is. He might be the kind who's like a very generous grandpa. Yeah. With this, quote, lucrative uh, multi-year deal that he uh, apparently signed in the offseason. That's right. He's the only We're all thinking he's getting fired, and then they're like, by the way, he signed a contract extension, the biggest one, but we're not even going to disclose the number. We never have. (laughs) We've never known what Belichick makes. We know most of the other coaches. It's got to be around 10 mil a year. It, 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 but we don't know. No yeah. one knows except for Kraft and, and Belichick. And Lucrative generally implies it's pretty big. Well, if, thank you. It's a big. <laughs> it's like a lucrative. Big. I thought he was getting paid in, uh, well, what was the stupid thing you were saying? Pogs? <laughs> He's getting paid in pogs. Hey, man. The, but you They're joke. Coming back. Those could be collectibles, so they maybe. Yeah. I think my my answer is I just want you guys to think of the facial expressions that would happen on Christmas morning, like during gifts. It's Arthur Smith from the Falcons. Oh, okay. okay. Not, he probably has the most punchable face of anybody in the NFL, mm. um, but his facial expressions on the sideline make it make America's team yeah. worth watching every week. That's that's a fact. He even though Bijan Robinson didn't play at all yesterday, and no one knows why. They just they asked him, and he just said, "Man, he just wasn't feeling all that great." Okay. Nothing else. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. He's we just, only your best player on the team. They still won. Somehow. I know, but. but, but, but <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> you got to give Pete Carroll a mention. Oh, okay, so G, G and I both said everyone's going to say Pete Carroll because yeah. he already looks like it. Yeah. Um, but that's. Oh, a, hey, and all the energy. Oh. Is that your kids? He'd be chewing gum so damn loud. <laughs> um, next question comes from uh, Dan Brooks. We were just talking about Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick wins his 300th career win. Where does he rank amongst the best coaches? Would you say he's the best, or would you say you would take somebody over him? Just give me that answer. I'd probably I'd put Lombardi over him before I'd put him. I'm taking Andy Reid. Mostly I appreciate that it's actually a conversation. <laughs> like, I was so disappointed. Last when, week, or two weeks a, ago, we had a really good conversation about Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. When we have... A, so please go back, a, listeners, and listen to yeah. that. When you have a statue, like, literally made in your name, like, I don't know. I just think maybe that means you're probably the best. Could I say Don is the best? Don is up there. 100%. He's, He's got the only undefeated team in NFL history. That's why I like that this is still a conversation. You see, I don't want there to be a, a, a consensus goat. I don't want that to happen. I was really upset when Brady kept going and kept going. To the Me point, too. There was a point yeah, where everybody's like, he's probably, he's arguably the best. And then he just kept going and kept going and winning another and winning another yeah. and then going to another team and winning another. And then because like, every time you try to start it. another debate, it's really difficult. It gets harder it's and harder. Really harder. So let's let's leave it like, let's have the Jordan versus LeBron yeah. kind of conversation. That's more fun. I don't want a consensus go. And uh, I would love for... Uh, uh, Belichick to stop at some point while this while it's still up for debate. <laughs> Currently, he's if he were to re- even would you have said if he retired shortly after Brady left? Let's say he he has the one season with Cam and it goes poorly, but then he comes back and gets Mac Jones and that that season where he gets back to the playoffs and like you just know that's like he's done after that season and that was a, a by all stretch of the imagination significantly good season for. 
what yeah, they had. Agreed. Would you? Where would you put him then? Because now we have several seasons of some pretty disappointing game, like seasons. Yeah, I think his reputation has been tarnished by the, this season and yeah. the previous season as well. Yeah, I there's no way you can not look at the last few seasons and see it as a question, a mark. stain on some of his wins. Yeah. Right. It's like just a little, a little wipe. Where it's Sim- just like, oof. Yeah. Our, our next question, very simple, but takes a little bit of thought. I just want you to give me one sentence for your answer, okay? Biggest surprise this season from Jamie Heslaw. Mm. Wow. wow. Pittsburgh. Didn't even give me a sentence. Just <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> Splash. The fact that they're four and two. We were, I mean, before we started this pod, we were talking about them. I can't believe they're four and two right now. That's fair. Kyle? I think the biggest surprise for me so far is we are at week, is it seven? Did we just watch we seven just weeks wrapped up week seven. We're at week seven, and at no point in this conversation uh, or any conversation taking place surrounding a football are we talking about Aaron Rodgers. Wow, yeah, that's, that's a great answer. That is a great, good answer. My, my runner-up was the Houston Texans, being feisty. <laughs> I know. A rookie quarterback you took a chance of not talking about? Shocker. My biggest surprise is the Bills. Yeah. I th- and to me, it's one of those things where I feel actually pretty proud of it because I've consistently called them frauds. Um, But that would be kind of my take on my biggest surprise throughout the week. Okay. Our, or surprise of the year, I'm sorry. Our, we have a few questions from... Rick Baxter, uh, Kyle, I'm going to let you just kind of fish through these, and I'm going to let you pick a couple. Go for it. Well, I, I'm i not sure I want to disrespect a listener and, and skip questions, but we'll try and be fast. Is Tua trash against a good defense? We don't need an analysis. Um, no. No. Yeah. We think no. you put him up against a good defense. He's still Any quarterback can look really like good. trash against a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. Good defenses have a way of disrupting quarterbacks, and and uh, he's not a veteran yet. Still has work to do. I, I, can I give you a hot take? I'm just going to throw it out there. I think Justin Herbert has been misclassified. Whoa. I think he is Jared Goff. I think he is Tua. I don't think that he's Joe Burrow. I don't think he's Mahomes. So, like, for somebody to say that is Tua trash against a good defense – I can make a case for Justin Herbert being more trash than two. Justin Herbert reminds me a lot of early career Stafford. Yeah. Hmm. Lots okay. of like potential. You can definitely see like why the hype is real about him, but is very inconsistent. I right. just think that, uh, and also poorly coached. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. one of those examples where I think when they get a good coach in there, you could see a big change yes. i that was i think stafford looking back was more gunslingery that's because he had he, eh, well, but i mean he had yeah. calvin johnson but at the same time the wide receivers the chargers have had over the years mike williams um who's your buddy that always gets those touchdown catches uh they have they have uh quentin williams now the rookie out of there too right. who's the guy with the big beard cooper cup Oh God! Now I'm gonna look like such that. an idiot for who are you talking about? Not knowing who this is when he like is literally Keenan Allen. Yes, yes. Are you talking He's about like, Chargers? I see. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He is always just going up and snagging like you know twelve touchdowns yeah. a year. Will AJ Brown break multiple records this season? Wide receiver records are very hard to break. I don't think he's breaking anything. Fun fact though about AJ Brown: he has more receiving yards this season 
809, then all of the Titans wide receivers combined <laughs> wow. 789. That's amazing. It's funny. I saw somebody tweet like basically they traded AJ Brown and were like, Ryan Tannehill will fix all this. <laughs> like, that's yeah. hilarious. That is going down as one of the historic bad trades. Uh, because yeah, Sirianni was just uh, was just on the after they won last uh, their last game against the uh, the Miami was the like, Miami. He talked about how he was like so grateful. He like thank you for paying someone a hundred million dollars to come play for us. <laughs> like, yeah, thank you for fair. giving him a hundred million dollars to have him over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. All right, uh, Lamar MVP question mark? Maybe he's got my vote. He's got to keep playing like that. If but, the yeah. season ended today, do you think it would be his? MVP. Ooh, that's tough because, uh, well, I don't MVP. know. Tua, Tua kind of had a big stinker in there, I guess. I think it would be Lamar if the season ended today, although there'd be votes probably cast for Tyreek. That's pretty Tyreke, fair. Tyreek, I think it would go more to Tua. Tua was leading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, he he was. I know, but he was. Right now, after this week, he might. I think not they would be. split a lot of votes to uh, and Tyreek, so I think yeah. that's why I would lean yeah. more towards Lamar. Next question: NFL Kyle. officiating at an all-time low. No, not an all-time low. No. It was the yeah, someone is forgetting some about the uh, replacement refs. Yeah, yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, Are the sure. Patriots bipolar? Lose to weak oh. teams, win against much better ones. I guess I do see the trend. They're losing games they shouldn't and winning games they shouldn't. I, I think they're just bad. And bad teams are wildly difficult to predict sometimes because they can just randomly do something good. Here's Maybe. kind of a cool thing about the Patriots. I'm going to list through a stat for you guys. So against star receivers this year, week one, A.J. Brown, 79 yards. Tyreek, week two, 40 yards. Garrett Wilson, week three, 48 yards. C.D. Lamb, week four, 36 yards. Chris Olave, week five, 12 yards. Devontae uh, Adams, week six, 29 yards. Week seven, Diggs. 58 yards. It's pretty impressive. Like, that's that a is, lot of, like, really good wide really receivers. Good. That's, yeah. the, that's like the list of the best. But in this it, I think yesterday was more about the Bills sucking than the Patriots being good. Like, right. Josh Allen got outdueled by Mac Jones. Crazy. Don't let that slide. Don't. Yeah. Don't not tell your friends about that at the water cooler this week. Josh Allen got outdueled. By the quarterback, we have all been like saying, "When is Zappy, Bailey Zappy, going in to replace him?" He Maybe. was. They were ready. There was a lot of talk about him going in this week. If Mac Jones even faltered a little bit, Maybe sometimes that Bill, kind of fire gets a guy going, though. I wonder if Old Bill's kind of just like losing it and and needing uh, more time, and he's spending his down weeks game planning for the hard opponents and skipping the weaker opponents completely. <laughs> Uh, and with no game planning because it, it just takes longer. It's harder. He's an old, old, old man. Let's keep going. Next question. Can we give up Jordan Love yet, please? No, you got to give him a full season. He's getting a full season and, and more, I bet. Yeah, he's, yeah. Getting he's, not full, going he's getting a full season. But you that was it. a tough loss. I mean, how bad was that for you as a Packer fan? Because you know they're out of contention, it must right, not be right. that bad, but like yeah, because of the team they lost to who has struggled all year, we have made jokes and jokes and jokes about 
mm-hmm. losing to them in that fashion. What, did, what was that like? Kyle? They're essentially meeting my expectations yeah. for this season. They're, I think their defense is underperforming based on the expectations that I've had and some of the other pieces too. When Aaron Jones missing time and he's basically the heart and soul of the the offense. But um, yeah, as far as Jordan Love goes, like he takes a little time. He's he's like in this a little bit below average, but not the worst category and that's a big group that's a whole lot of quarterbacks who are the you know the Desmond Raiders and the Kenny Pickett's and a bunch of other guys the Tyrod Taylors yeah I'm not talking so much about veterans but about like some of the unproven guys who are Fair. where the team is like ah, he's probably not the guy it's looking like he might not be the guy but you know what you know who else was in that category like Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts, like a bunch of other guys. That's true. Started their career. Sometimes they just with need so many question different. work, question marks, needing that complete season, having a good, strong yeah. software. This, showing. And it's important to remind people that this is his first real season to start. Like he's never had this kind of like control over his. the offense. Where it's yeah, his. where it's around. Where it's, yeah. I'll be curious to see kind of long term how that looks out for him. Like who has a better trajectory in their city? Him, Justin Fields. Mm. Yeah, Justin Fields was a much higher draft pick, a much higher yeah, bigger prospect. Higher bar that he's falling under consistently. It is. And he's been playing for, I think, a worse squad. Definitely. It, As a team-wise, yes, for sure. Fields yeah. has at least shown sparks of like, okay, I can see what's there. But then they spend a whole entire offseason trying to make an offense, and they're like, we're going to stop you from doing all that spark stuff. Yes. And then five That's weeks in, they're like, Remember that stuff we did all off season? We're going to go back to what we did before where you got hurt all the time because we would play you that way. Go. Yeah. Um, next one. Could the Browns be contenders with a better quarterback? And we need to talk about Miles Garrett. Okay. How about we, t- we're 40 that minutes into this pod. Absolute monster. Yesterday he had nine tackles, two sacks, a tackle for a loss, a blocked kick and a forced fumble. That's yeah. not even, that's it. Like, an average game for him right now. Yeah. I mean, the, he literally jumped over a defensive line and block and blocked. Of an extra or a field goal, the which defense, apparently is legal if you don't touch anybody. If you don't touch them, it's legal. <laughs> but nobody else can do it. The <laughs> defense for the Browns is single-handedly keeping them in games and is like pushing them along. It's not right. keeping them in; it's winning games. Yeah. Grant the fact that they've lost Nick Chubb, who is a very good running back. That's also fair for the season. Um, great blow to their offense. You know, I was hearing somebody talk the other day about, you know, the the tush push or whatever is like a cheating thing. But they said, like, what's the next implementation of, like, something that isn't illegal, but, like, what the hell? Why are you guys doing that? Why are you so good at it? And they were like, oh, well, it's when Miles Garrett's going to throw somebody up in the air to block the kick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've talked about it. I'm like, I can't believe anything you're saying, but yeah, uh, you're wait right. until it happens. Yeah. yeah, I could see something like that. Next yeah. one we got on here. We already talked about old Tyson Baggett. Baggett? Baggett. Oh. <laughs> uh, number nine, will Sean McDermott be the Bills head coach next year? Yeah. 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 No. No, that is that is hot. I they will like be out it. in the first round and he will be fired. He has a lot of multiple years, but he's they're a consistent playoff I mean, he's like he's had, had a, lot a lot of, of multiple, multiple years. years. I don't, a lot of my you don't head let anything there. slide. You I never s- let anything slide. Whenever he's any let, of us messes up, we both look at the other and just go, "Ha!" <laughs> know, they, I'm going to let it go. He has gotten next club. a lot of it, it, a lot of these Bills teams have gotten to AFC Championship games. I don't think you just let that go. I think he'll be coaching the LA Chargers next. I year. think they're going to do uh, is there, he's going to go through. 
they're going to probably still make the playoffs. I If they miss the playoffs, then yes. But if they make the playoffs, he's going to buy himself at least a half a season. Mm-hmm. He'll play somebody like the Dolphins and lose. That's what's going to be the worst. They're going to beat the Dolphins twice, not win the division, play them in the first round of the playoffs, and then lose. That's what I, I could see something like that That's happening. Yeah. What is the Chargers' problem? Coaching, offense, defense. They're a better team than their record. Right. Coaching. Right. Yeah. Considering we were just talking about how you're going to have a new, they're going to have a new coach. It's... And quarterback, though. Like, he isn't putting them in much better situations as well. Like, I... I think arm talent wise, he's got it, but I just don't. I don't see the throws from that rookie year, and I think there is something to be said about how rookies throw a ball compa- because the ball is so low. Based on how Kyle talks about these quarterbacks that are rookies, the ball is so low that a quarterback can th- that can throw forty yards downfield is like holy crap. Also, there hasn't been any Austin Eckler this whole year. Look how much that team has looked differently without Austin Eckler playing at peak Austin Eckler level. Yeah. That needs to be said. Our final question from from Rick. Can anyone stop the juggernaut that is Kyle's fantasy football team? We're going to skip ahead to fi- uh, the fantasy f- uh, minute for a second. I want to hear about an update from your guys' fantasy league. We'll, we'll continue on that because it's the relevant question. Uh, fantasy update? Yeah. yeah um, well, I don't... I'm, Intrigued to see. Rick has been a strong supporter of mine, and Rick currently has the best record uh, in our fantasy league. Just uh, upsetting Simon. They were both five and one, and now sucking Simon. Now uh, Rick is going to go to be the only six and one team in our league, uh, as far as I can tell. And you let, is he doing like a you thing where he compliments the second place person, talks about how great they are, while not acknowledging that they're in first place? No, I think he's just. Uh, I think he's. Actually, spending more time analyzing this league than most of us, and uh, <laughs> you know what I've acknowledges, noticed? Like I'm in, I'm ranked seventh in the league right now, but I have the third best mm-hmm. in terms of points. Uh, my teams have very, have performed really well, and I've lost a few. Like I started zero and three, and it looked like the season was awful. I've gone a four game win streak since then, and I've beat Rick uh, as well. He did versus my team. I felt like started off hot, and now I've just gotten worse. I'm literally in the middle of a game that. I was predicted at a 99% chance of winning before the Monday night game. I'm now down to a 68% chance because the one player that I'm up against... Jordan Addison. ...is absolutely destroying it right now. Wow. He's got 25 points already. Isn't it like halftime? Yeah. Holy Holy crap. Which means I'm... <laughs> I love a good Ian cuss word on this pod. It's so I, fun. I have two players in. I have Ayuk and Kittle, and they're just Kittle. I mean, Kittle's trash. At least in fantasy, he's I've, not. A, he's not a fantasy juggernaut. He's like a great like player. He's a good team player. Great, great blocker. I not, feel. I feel bad for your dad in this league. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to Tim Dewitt. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> I need to tell the story. The other day I called uh, the school Ian and uh, Tim work at and said, you know, hey, I was looking for some things. And they're like, wait, who is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Marshall. And they're like, oh, Mr. Marshall. And then all of a sudden Tim gets in the background and goes, well, you tell uh, Marshall we're not paying anything until he comes and works for us. And I said, well, I'm not taking you tell him and everyone else in there. I'm not taking any financial advice from him until he has a winning record in his fantasy league. And I just heard an office erupt. And I'm like, ooh, was there six people in there or 60? Because that sounded really loud. I just heard Tim. I could feel 
his face turning red, him turning away, <laughs> and them going, <laughs> and inside he's like, I'm going to punch him in the face the next time I see him, yeah. and I'm going to hit a Pro V1 right at his forehead. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. talked to him about it later. He was laughing about oh, it. Oh, good, good. He's a good sport. He's, he's a, a good sport. sport. He is. He is. He's a great opponent to have. He's got <laughs> one player. <laughs> he's got one. He's got two players. He's got the Niners defense against you right now, but he's also got Eli Mitchell, who's actually gaining him negative Elijah points. Mitchell? <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. What did That's I say? Eli? Eli. Yeah. He's got Running back, right? Points. Yeah. That's amazing. So good. Anything else in the news that you guys feel like we didn't hit over our questions from the I week? I felt guys? like we hit enough to move on with our lives. Okay, let's move on to our weekly segment. Who would like to start us off? I'm a, I want to go first. Go I never for get it. to go first. Go for it. So do your thing. We're going to do the, oh, blind, the blind rankings. rankings. Take That's it right. away. And this is kind of related to some go. of the stuff we've already been to. Are so- you done? <laughs> now you know how it feels, Ian. Go ahead. Yeah. I already know how it feels. I get interrupted on here all the time. What would you say? Exactly. So this is uh, blind rankings. And uh, this is kind of related to some of the topics we've already talked about. And... Um, this is more so we talked about how some of these teams are having like, you know, where they're at in their current. We're almost halfway through the season. We're getting pretty close. Or maybe like a. I know. I never wanted to end. Technically six quarters away from halfway Holy through. Holy crap. Ian, that just hit me in the heart. Right. Because you have, because of the. Yeah, yeah. You guys get it. Right, right, right. No, I don't get it. Explain it. I'm not. Just do your thing. <laughs> Go. Speak. Share so we have thing. enough Continue. evidence. Please. Oh now. Stop. Hurry up. Get to it. Ah! <laughs> okay. Okay. Ian just gave us the teacher look. I'll wait. We're done. I promise. <laughs> All right. We're going to go through blind rankings of the most disappointing starts to the season so far. Mm. So you're going to rank number one is the most disappointing. Number five is still pretty disappointing to you, but not the most. Okay. Understood. All right. We're starting the middle here. Joe Burrow. Hmm. He's gotten it back on track. I would say four for me. That's what I was going to say. Oh, well, okay. Then that's what it that. is. We're, we're starting together. Sean Payton. Huh. Two. It's pretty disappointing. There's a lot of hype around the Broncos coming into this season. You can he say left the same nice, thing, Kyle. He left his nice cushy desk job, desk job for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he gave up a I lot. Went, I went with number three. Number three. We were talking about him. Might as well put him in here. Deshaun Watson. The Bills. Number one. Yeah. Wow. This is a fair number one. I'm going number two for the Bills. The Bellas. <laughs> They, yeah, they, I mean, you don't lose. They've what, like, their last three weeks is really what's been bad. They're four and three. They are four and three. And the last three weeks. How disappointing can that be? You've got a winning record. The last three weeks, they lost to Jacksonville. They came back. They barely won against the Giants, which is kind of. They really probably should have lost that based on the holding call that didn't get called. And then they lose. To the Patriots. They've lost to two. Like, they lost to a really bad team. Almost lost to another bad team. Speaking of which, the Giants. Where would you put them? Uh, Giants are five. They're, I didn't have much of a bar yeah, for them. They're, they're five. I thought they were frauds last year. So this is my... I have three, and Kyle has one. Okay, well, you is guys aren't going to... No, because I already technically hit the Broncos. Packers? It was going to be the Packers. Oh! 
I was yeah, that probably works well. Here. Probably works well. You gotta be disappointed in that, Kyle. I'm not that disappointed in oh, the Packers okay. this year. Were you expecting failure? Well, you are according to this. Yeah, I was expecting um, an average at best team. You could put in Aaron Rodgers in there if you really wanted to switch out the Packers. Because that's pretty disappointing. I mean, okay, not even be able uh, yeah. to start. No, that's not how the game works. <laughs> that's <laughs> not. No, if you shut give up. That to me. No, he's giving it to me. I he don't makes care. The rules. I'll mute he your makes mic. The All right. Hey, so our next he thing. Makes the <laughs> our next. I'm going to keep talking over everybody now. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> our next segment is award time. I'm going to just keep this one short and sweet because yeah, just, you are. It needs to be said just short and sweet. We're in what week right now? Ian? We just finished week seven. <laughs> the Giants We're just got their... We're going into week eight. <laughs> the Giants... We're not quite to week nine. Just got their first, first half touchdown of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the thank you for showing up award Ooh, to the New York Giants. They finally did it. They figured out football is a thing that they're supposed to be playing. I did have a backup award of the I, I broke my back, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. It goes to Sam Howell, who's been sacked 40 times in seven games when the NFL record is 76 sacks. Wow. it's a lot of sacks. You guys sacks. know right now who has the lowest scoring offenses? I think you could guess the worst offenses. I don't know. Season. You always throw those at me, and I, right, I'm so like the Titans. It's a three-way tie for the fewest I almost would have Falcons? Falcons are not. No, no, I'm, no. I'm actually the I Giants. Think, Washington. I think the Patriots. The Patriots got to be close. Nope. It's because this to all three that we just said. No. Uh, oh, the Giants are in that group. They're tied. They have eight total touchdowns this season, and there are two other teams with that same number. Eight total touchdowns. Wow. Don't tell me. Lit- I'm thinking. <laughs> 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 Literally, the Miami Dolphins had that in one game. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Titans. I yes. Think, yeah, I lo- he, yeah, he did say I'm Titans. i punch you in the face later. Yeah. I said that. I'm sorry. Get your face over. Okay. The other, You're telling the me Tannehill team. isn't it? No. <laughs> I can't believe they still have him. I mean, they, now, to be fair, they did. Oh, fuck, I can't believe be I fucking fair. said Let's it. Go. <laughs> God. Thank you. I've been trying to. I'm going to let it go the next time you say something. Take your shots. Take your shots. Arizona Cardinals? I love it so much. No, nope. the Cardinals have had some good nope. games in there. Nope. They've had a dozen touchdowns. A dozen? A handful or so. It's only four more. You guys know Sam Howell has been sacked 40 times this season? Yeah. It's nuts. Is that the other team? No. No, no actually, the they're <laughs> Give us the other team. The other team's the New York Jets. Oh, yeah. that's Both probably New York fair. teams. Both yeah, the Jets and the Giants. You can make it in New York or make I, it anywhere. I wasn't <laughs> quite sure how if it was because uh, Wilson's Both been playing serviceable. Both of them have three rushing touchdowns and four uh, receiving touchdowns and apparently a defensive touchdown. Wow. Wow. So not even touchdowns. eight, really, if we're counting offenses. Right. Right. Which is pretty scary. Okay. Insight. How about our weekly segment of something moderately interesting, Kyle? Can you hit us with something? Uh, so a few weeks back, I spent a little time gathering some original data. This yeah. is not just borrowing people's takes or coming up with stuff off the dome, but like creating my own spreadsheet and crunching some numbers to extract some insights, which is something I do at my day job. I love it. And so I did it for our little pod. I made a couple of sheets. Little pod? Watch your mouth. We have we have viewers. <laughs> what? Who's joke. watching us? <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. We, you know, most podcasts, by the way, do have like YouTube channels where they actually film their, film everything, and then they 
They have it on Spotify and on YouTube. That would be cool. I'm just saying, maybe that's something we could shoot for. We can actually have... If you want to do that and upload it and do all that, Jazzy, you're more than welcome to. We just got to find a way to record ourselves. We might be... Maybe we'll set something up at the new building. You know, and and listeners, if we sound different next week, it'll be because we're probably in a new studio. We're blaming Rick. Yeah. Uh, Or thanking him. All right, let's go back to something more moderately interesting. So I made a couple sheets uh, to track the historical changes, the fluctuations, if you will, in the offensive and defensive rankings for our favorite 32 sports teams. So, year after year, every team has a ranking in terms of their offense and defensive performance out of 32. And then the next year comes, and they, that ranking changes a little bit. And so I measured, I went back to 2010 and measured how much those changes. And so, the first week, I gave you guys some league-wide averages. I told you that on average year-to-year, a team's offense changes about eight positions in the ranking, and defense changes about nine positions if you're if we're rounding. Mm-hmm. So this is the average, you know. So if you have the 10th ranked offense next year, you might be number two or you might be 18 or something like that. Um, and then last week, Ian and I talked a little bit about some of the teams that have been, like, the most... Uh, like consistently high <laughs> ranking for offense or defense. Crack some shots at the Raiders. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, I was like, is that from my mic? Okay. <laughs> Our pod is just going to listen. It's going to be Kyle giving data and then just... Children. Stop. Stop. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what I was looking at today is uh, the the ride that fans have to go on. <laughs> and so this is I a driving to Detroit, a measurement. No, <laughs> what I'm looking at is the volatility of a team's numbers. And what I, I'm interested in that because that I think is uh, the ride that fans must endure where a team is up one year and down the next and then up another, the next year and then down the next. And you're riding this roller coaster. You don't know what you're going to get from your team season to season. And then other teams are more consistent. They are what they are. You know what you're going to get each season. It's not going to be that different. So which teams take their fans on a roller coaster ride with lots of ups and downs? And which teams are very consistent? You guys want to take guesses? That's fun, right? Eagles. Okay. For this, you want to go for off, which one? Let's go offense first. Offense that goes up and down. Who? Which team? Are we talking? Their, what time frame here? This Last is from twenty ten to to twenty. I'll say Colts go up and down a lot. They've had a lot offensively. Of yeah. Uh, incredible guess because that you nailed it. Holy they are, they are shit! Now, they are number one, the most volatile. Wow, that's impressive. That's for me. Let that fade out. The Colts, on average in that time period, have fluctuated 14.1 positions in the rankings. That's their average change year to year. Think of the quarterbacks they've had. So they could be be top tier one time and like bottom, uh, like mid next next year. The the fans don't know what they're going to get. I mean, even within the season, they're like that too. Crazy ride. Yes, they can be. So that is amazing that you just pulled the Colts out of your butt. Holy crap. I nice never thing. get these. How I'm always I... like secretly frustrated at these segments because you're giving like which of the 32 teams? 
Yeah. And then we're just stuck here, and I'm like, uh, Washington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess Let's we could take go. the one good season of offense Let's, yeah, from Taylor Heineke and RG3, and then they suck the rest of them. I say the Eagles, maybe, because I felt like they've been kind of up and down. And I'm just thinking about because the NFC... Wow, East. you guys are awesome because the Eagles are number two. Whoa! 11.3 wow. average change. I was just thinking because the NFC East is very volatile. It has been historic. Can I give another one? Uh, for, a, for a volatile team? Yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Dolphins. I'm going to say they were lower. I'm going to say the, they were, they had some low. Let's low see, times. the Miami Dolphins are kind of middle. Oh, yeah. okay. They're very middle. Average Can you round us out four. three, four, and five uh, as most volatile up and down? Let's see. The next up and down on so the list Colts, would Eagles. be the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, uh, yep. I could see that. NFC. I think that's based on in, I think that's based on injury. Uh, and after that, it would be Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Wow. Very, very yep, up and down because they did have that. Really and number five, they change on average ten point two spaces. Okay. Uh, oh, and number five. All right. You want to get down that far? We're looking at the New York Giants. Yeah. Can fair. I just say three of the top five are exactly what I just said? NFC East? Yeah. Because mm. that's yeah. a very volatile division. It that has been division historically. has historically that's like, a good point. really changed. Can we, can we do okay. the, like, What's who's the, the most consistent? Who's been most consistent? Like, this is the lowest number in change on average. I'm going to give you um, Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are like they're just consistently in the middle. No, their their numbers are pretty. Let's huge, say the Chiefs, pretty average. The Ch- Kansas City, even Chiefs. before Mahomes, Alex Smith. That's ten years. That's a lot. I know, the but Chiefs are pretty good. They only average a, a change of seven point one spaces. Seahawks, uh, Seattle. No, they, I feel like they were more up and down. No, maybe it's Pittsburgh. Oh, no, Se- Seahawks are pretty good. They change on average five. Pittsburgh. What if it? What if this? Pittsburgh's been a team that stayed in the playoffs years and years and years. They're decent at seven point three. What if we're thinking this all wrong and it's actually consistently, but they are consistently bad? Mm, the Lions. Detroit Lions are middle. They change on average nine. They're, this is that's their offense. All right, hit us with the top two. Okay, the most consistent teams: New England Patriots, Tennessee Titans. Uh, like how we the, both said, hit us with it, and then the, we give yeah. one more answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know the game. The Patriots do pretty are pretty good, but the number one most consistent offense uh, that changes the least year to year has been the New Orleans Saints in that time hmm. period. And the second, I can see that Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's exactly what I said. Consistently, but it's bad. Consistently yeah, exactly. Suck. You're right. It's not consistently good. It's just it's they're the same bad. every year. Let's go to defense real quick. And we'll do this a little bit quicker. Okay. Who who has had the most volatile? We each get defense. one guess. We each get one guess. I'm going to go with the Patriots. You think theirs has been... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm misunderstanding the question. I'm going to go Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are... No, they're in the middle. They're after. Ian? Oh, consistently. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know, Kyle. Jerk or treat. Um, oh, I had a team in mind. That Actually, kind of thing. It's, a, it's a tie for two. Um, I'm, oh. two a two-way tie. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. They're v- volatile. They're bad. Tampa Bay. 
Tampa Bay. No, no. They're up and down. No, no, I'm not saying Tampa Bay. No. I don't like Tampa Bay. I don't like Tampa. I'm going to say a consistent... Um, fuck it. Lions. 49ers. No. I don't know. No, no, no. There's too many teams. There are, there are a lot of teams. The, the Lions are, are, do pretty good. They're fairly consistent defensive-wise. Um, the, Hit us with it. The two who have changed the most defensive-wise are the Denver Broncos and... New York Giants. I can so, see that. Yeah, yeah. Those fan bases don't know what to expect every year. You're you're great, and then you suck, and you're great, and then you suck. How about consistent defense? Baltimore I Ravens? I was going to say the Ravens. All right, you say Ravens, I'll say Steelers. AFC East. Say Baltimore Ravens. Or no, that's AFC North. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good, but still close to the average. Yeah. The most consistent. Number one. Seahawks? We talked about them. It's... Think, remember, it's not consistently good. Oh. Consistently bad. <laughs> the one for one. We talked about them last week. The Raiders are the Raiders. just always bad. Their defense is very, very consistently we did talk truly terrible. Week. The best ranked defense that they had was like 20. That was the best. And they were 32 and 30 and 26. That's some good, uh, Kyle. Very bad. Sometimes during those segments, I'll admit to you, I have a hard time staying up to them because hard thinking about numbers while not looking at them. That was a good one by you. Good job. That was mildly interesting. (laughs) Our must-watch game of the week. We're going to move on to our last couple segments, must-watch, lock, and upset. Our must-watch game of the week is Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh. Two teams that really... Maybe not expecting the way they got where they're at. We definitely didn't. We talked about how Pittsburgh is a surprise for us. But Jacksonville struggled to start, has been hot since. Maybe the games overseas brought them back into the sunlight. <laughs> is that weird yeah. to think? They're London's team, man. Um, we talk about <laughs> America's team, team boy, London's you got London's team. team. <laughs> That's oh, good. Boy. Let's move on to our prediction, okay? Our lock of the week, I guarantee this team will win. I have Detroit over the Raiders. I love it. Get Monday right Monday Night Football. Get right game. Get right game. I love a good get right game. Kyle, let's uh, hear your lock of the week. Looks like I'm counting on the Commanders not losing to the Eagles. How about hate, you, Ian? I hate phrases like that. <laughs> He's doing it because he wants to, in case his team loses, to only lose half a point if they tie. But we're not doing that because the people have spoken on the tie, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ian. Your lock of the week? Baltimore. I got to take the hot hand in Lamar. You guys are talking him up as an MVP. I think Lamar is going to take it to the house okay. on another NFC team. Let's he hear- is 16-1 and one against NFC teams. It's crazy. You better hope you don't play him in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, the Lions just added to that. They made it 16. So yeah. I would love to see Ravens Lions Super Bowl. Like that would be I don't that would be I about want to my shoot that right now. <laughs> my heart. I don't think I want to see that. Right I don't now. think anybody in Detroit wants to. Like yesterday was kind of hard because I'm totally bought in on the Lions and sad to see them lose, but I cannot deny how euphoric it was to watch the Ravens hit their ceiling. Also great how colors. Great colors in the matchup of the Ravens. Purple and purple is wildly Purple and blue though. That let's blue of the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it more. I wish you could see full color uniforms. Like all I don't purple, see color. <laughs> all purple versus all blue. Uh-huh. That would look good. Mm. Our upset pick of the week, Ian, hit us with yours. Rams. I still believe in the Rams over Dallas. 
Okay. I still think that there's I think six the Rams, and a half points. It's a I lot. No, it's big, but I, we I were just talking too. about maybe Dallas is over. Well, I think they're kind of wild and crazy kids. Mm. Yeah. Dallas already beat the other LA team. Give us your upset, Kyle. I'm taking the Panthers over the Texans. <laughs> this is the new Kyle thing, just finding the shitty teams and saying, that's who's going to be I, less shitty? That's yeah. what I did last week. Right. I like it. Hoping, I, I'm, yeah. hoping Watch out we for do, Andy Dalton. We've got some more Andy Dalton highlights. We're hoping we do a little bit better on this week. Last week was pretty bad. Yeah, Ian loss. and I both lost our lock and upset. It was very tough. Um, but the week before, we both got both. Yeah. So it kind of balances out. Um, this week, my upset, I am picking the Cincinnati Bengals off of a bye to beat the San Francisco 49ers who cool. are a week away from a bye. See, he's fun. doing the opposite of what you just did, Kyle. Taking two good teams. Uh, taking two good teams. Yeah. Um, I got teams. a feeling that San Fran is just lim- – they are limping. Currently, they're down uh, to the Vikings. What's the score right now, Ian? 16-7? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 16-7 right now, start of the third quarter. And they're a team that's injured. Uh, Trent Williams is out. Debo Samuel's out. Christian McCaffrey's hurt. He has a partial tear of his oblique, and he's playing. Like, I don't think people understand what these football players are going through every day. So, um, I'm taking Cincinnati off of a bye. I think a bye week in the NFL does more than it does in any other sport, um, just letting the body heal. Um, and I think Joe Burrow's been playing injured all year. So, right. they're a team that needed a bye desperately. That is my upset pick of the week. Any other uh, last call for you guys? Nope. Shout out to Justin Madsen for getting the Vikings dub tonight. Wow. If he's listening to this and they lose, you're he's gonna be so pissed oh at you. Oh my gosh. No. We want to thank you for listening to the point after, for sending this to your friends, your buddies, your family. Send it to your enemies. Let them listen. Let them subscribe, rate, review. Send us a question, give us a take. We can't wait to hear from you next week. And no matter what goes on this week, make sure you do something nice for somebody else. Bye-bye.